Hey everyone. This is the Love of Cinema podcast. We like to talk movies. If you like to talk movies too, you come to the right place. When I was in Channel V, there was a guy I used to work with. Amazing artist, amazing guy, right? Um but knew every guy in the underworld and it was like wow i mean you know and so i have been with him he used to say like you know shashank you want to go out i'm going to meet uh, some guys lucky ali is coming there you also come so i was a uh, sucker for music so i went up with them and there i saw you know hung out with lucky a bit and then i saw these two guys there young guys by today standards very coolly dressed but that time you know and not many people wore their shirts tucked out and then i realized they had guns few weeks before munna by mbbs released in 2003 another arshad warsi film released in the cinemas a smaller film but just as funny and a lot more quirky It is not only one of my favorite Warsi films but also one of my favorite films of the 2000s a curiously titled film waisa bhi hota hai part 2 was the brainchild of writer director Sashank Ghosh who until then was known as Channel V's pioneering creative director in India the humor of waisa bhi hota hai was perhaps a bit too ahead of its time and perhaps that's why the movie still slaps and so does its banger of a soundtrack this is himanshu and you're listening to the love of cinema podcast but before moving on an important reminder if you enjoy organic conversations centered on indian cinema love of cinema podcast was created for people just like you so if you find value in the podcast if it helps you in discovering new films or new facets about familiar films do consider supporting the show love of cinema podcast is my passion project and with every episode i've attempted to create something that cinephiles will continue to find value not just today but over time as well to create something that goes beyond banter beyond trending films so if you find value in the conversations on the podcast please do consider supporting the show your support will help me continue creating content with shelf life for fans of indian cinema everywhere you'll find the link to support the show in the show notes you can also support the show directly from the podcast website it's fast it's easy and your support is greatly appreciated independent pods like this one don't have a platform for amplification and distribution independent pods rely on amplification through its listeners so if you like the episode please share the episode on social media as that will help other people discover the pod back to today's episode since i really liked the film so much i wanted to do something around the film as it turns 20 this week i was delighted to connect with sashank ghosh just in time to have him on the pod for this episode a shout out to gautam govin sharma for helping me connect with him thanks again gautam waisa bhi hota hai is a crazy film and if i may take the liberty of saying so 
Shashank is a little crazy too. Because only a person who's a bit crazy could have imagined such a film and pulled it off. Sashank and I chatted about the film, its making, its terrific soundtrack, the film's humor, Arshad Varsi and Sandhya Mridul's casting, and some of my favorite moments from the film, including one of the greatest throwaway jokes from Hindi films of 2000s, a joke around a certain Gregory Peck. Crazy film, crazy stories, Sashank Ghosh. Here goes. Hey, Sashank, how are you doing? Hi, Manshu. I'm good, man. And I'm really happy we are doing this. Hey, thank you so much. Vaisabhi uh, Hotai Part 2 is one of my favorite films. It's turning 20 this year. And so I'm just glad yes. that we're getting to chat about this uh, wonderful movie. Very recently, uh, recently means about a year and a half ago, uh, my producer said, uh, you know, I've got a lot of guys telling me that, you know, re-release this movie, at least put it on OTT. And I was like, yeah, let's do that, man. But I'd like to cut it then a little. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, but seriously, this should be on one of the major streamers because there is a print on YouTube. It's it's a ragtag print, but still, I mean, you yeah, have I know. To it. I know. I know. This is my producer's problem. He's always busy with 30 other things. I can understand. Yeah, yeah. And it's also it has, has to do with rights and all that stuff, I uh, imagine. so. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he owns everything. I don't know what he's doing about it. That's all. <laughs> All right. Hopefully you guys get around that. So, yeah, Sachin, yeah. this movie came out 20 years ago. Uh, so, we're talking 2003. So, I just want to right. wind back the clock for a minute. Uh, so, if I'm not mistaken, this was your first film, right? This is my first movie. Yes. Right. And so, before this, you were uh, with Channel V. You were uh, running That's the creative it. business That's there. It. So, could That's you just take us it. back in time uh, around 2002 or something when you were thinking about this movie? And what's going on in your head? So actually, you know, I'll just start off with what you said, which is Channel V. I quit Channel V on 31st December 1999. The idea was that, okay, yeah, television. Uh, and I decided I wanted to make a film, but I had no fucking clue what I was going to do. It was just that, uh, you know, arrogance, if you want, or conceit that I'll do something with longer, longer format now. And I... All I knew was I could do four minutes, five minutes. I could hold people's attention for four or five minutes. And I decided that would mean a bunch of scenes that would each be about three, four minutes. And I'll do it. So I, and I was very, I think in hindsight, I was very clear about that. I wanted to make a movie. My biggest theme that if you want is this meek shall inherit the earth. So it's about uh, my protagonists tend to be clueless people. Okay. Including like most Richard, of us. If you want to, yeah, exactly. So the whole idea was that drama can happen to anyone. And a lot of dramas lived inside. So Vesavyata was actually an externalization of that. And uh, this was a fairly small film, right? For the time, um, I think this was made on very, a fairly very small, small budget. <laughs> it was made on a budget of 95 lakhs, yes. Wow. Yeah, it was a very, very tiny budget. And we shot it on film. That ate up pretty much most of it. And borrowed <laughs> all the favors, called in all the favors. Yeah. Yeah, this is like way before digital, right? I mean, uh, digital wasn't uh, around back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, way, way before. So, uh, Sashang, you uh, were already in the creative industry, right? Like you said, you had, although you had quit. Uh, yes, Chandler, yes. But, uh, you yes. know, it's always tough to get your first film rolling. So, I'm wondering, like, once you had a germ for the um, film, how easy or tough it was to get uh, going off the blocks? I've got, I was, I can only look back and say I was lucky. 
um i a i basically what had happened was um someone a very dear friend of mine was doing a very big movie and at that time he was broke so he was staying with me right despite doing a big movie okay he his wife was staying with me and he kept asking me, what the fuck are you doing you sit and write every day so i said i'm just working on this stupid <laughs> idea i don't even know if it's good okay and one day he said can i read it and i he read it and he said that uh, what are you doing day after tomorrow i'd like you to meet some people took me across and there was a lady there and one young boy they sat and when i was narrating it to them they were like had this very stone cold expression which uh, i my heart sank you know i was like uh, and uh, at the end of it i apologized to them by saying i'm sorry i wasted your time and they was like no I, I, then i realized that, that basically the son explained to me that it was i was so wrapped in what was happening that there was no time for expression or anything like, oh okay that's good then then uh, nothing came out of that my, his my friends big movie also didn't work out some 9 months later suddenly i get a call from this guy saying dude you want to meet up i said okay he said listen i want to do that film i can't get the film out of my head i want to do that film he was some 26 years old then and i was like dude do you even know how to put it together he said come on we'll do it we'll do it somehow and we did man except that you know how how money was saved was that um, i told him i'll write some placeholder dialogues and then uh, we'll get a dialogue writer to write the dialogues he said okay then i wrote the dialogues and he said can i read it he read it he said we don't need any dialogue writer these are dialogues <laughs> and i was like okay i'm going with that Right. <laughs> that was a damn good by the way. And uh, Shashank, do you I mind sharing? The only film I got nominated for. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Do you mind sharing the name yeah. of your friend uh, who was helping you out? Yeah, yeah. Sameer Gupta. Sameer Gupta is the producer of this film. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And uh, which it's film was uh, he working on? You said he was working on a big film. No, no. Oh, my friend. You talk about my friend, the guy who yes, took yes. me there, dragged, dragged me there. That's Aditya Bhattacharya. Oh, okay. The guy who so, made. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Return and uh, Rock. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. Yes, ah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I got to ask you that at the end of the movie, you thank a bunch of people like RGV, <laughs> uh, Kitano, <laughs> Coen Brothers, Brothers, Kitano, yes. Everybody. Tarantino, and you thank them Kapula. sincerely, but when it came to Aditya, you only said thanks. Because he got what? that. He got that much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He understood. He understood. <laughs> the film wouldn't have happened without him right so right. people you know they get your brevity people you don't know you have to be a little more polite and <laughs> right right uh, have you worked with aditya before like did you work on rock and uh, those movies as well no 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 in fact um i was very um, i still till date i tell people that you ever want me as a creative producer for aditya you have me you know uh, i'll make sure he'll give you the film that he starts out telling you because he's such an amazing storyteller such an i wrote a film on him it's called a documentary about fiction no never came out i mean i didn't make it okay he kept telling me dude you should do this one man he's just such a talented man such a talented man oh man uh, sashank you got to connect me with uh, aditya i would love to have him on the podcast anytime for- i would immediately immediately after this podcast i'm going to mail you and mail you and him together thank you so you much because uh, rock is one of my favorite that, films and i would love that to that man have is it. just outstanding the man is outstanding 
and deserves to make films because he dreams films. Yeah, I always wonder he hasn't made a film in a while, right? Because he uh, half the time he's in Barcelona, then he keeps trapped, then he shows up here and he'll do something nice. But have a chat with him, man. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, I to keep saying that I am there for you whenever you want to make. But you got to listen to me and not do your stupid deal. See, the thing is, Aditya came at a time he was so far ahead of his time that everything he did was so out of the box. Yet hardcore solid masala, right? Yet out of the box. So then, what would happen is that he'd have to cut deals with light men, producers, you know, equipment. That habit still carries on. And I keep telling him, dude, we don't need to do all that now. Now there are guys who do all that. You just stick to storytelling. That's it. Right. Right. Okay, yeah, I so, see. So that friend was Aditya Bhattacharya, and the producer yeah, was yes. uh, Samir Gupta. You said Samir Gupta. Okay. Yeah. okay, so then you got rolling. You got the money, and uh, was it easy getting yeah, the, money the money? You money. Wanted? No, no, he got some money. Then by the time I also I was learning the game right in Channel B, one didn't have the luxury of having assistants and all. You are director, assistant director, everything rolled into line producer, production location manager, everything in one. And only place you put out money was to hire a DOP. So the DOP that I used to hire regularly, Andre Menezes, I told him, "Dude, I'm going to make a film. You want to make one?" Because he never made one either. He said, "Come on, let's make." Then I told him that I will not have monitors on set. So he said, "What do you mean? No video, video assist?" So I said, "No, because I don't want actors wasting time on that." Right. So he was like, "You don't fuck around, man, because I'll be stuck with having to look for everything." I said, "Yeah, this one you have to." So there were no video assistants, nothing. I stood like old style, stood next to the camera and directed. But that's the beauty of the first film, right? I mean, you—it's—it's it's all yes, a, like a yes, patch yes, of yes, job, yes, but uh, yes. it's memories for a life. Yeah, now it's like now it's like war stories, yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, Sashank, like so many smaller films from that time, uh, you know, Vaisabi also feels uh, perfectly cast. I know that uh, Shruti Seth, who also plays a small role in the film as part of the Barista Trial, was the casting director. Can you talk a bit about casting of the yes. film, like the lead and um, even Anand Zog? Yeah, ah, I would love to hear those. So, so uh, I, no, I mean, you know, uh, I never had Varsi in mind, Arshad Varsi. So uh, I didn't know him, and in my head, he was like mainstream boy who only did loud, you know, externalized roles. And then Sam kept telling me, uh, "Meet him once, yeah, meet him once." And then one day he told me, "What are you doing?" So I said, "I'm doing." He said, "Let's go. We're, we're going. I'm going partying. Come with me." So I went, and then we were in Varsi's house, and I fell in love with Varsi's house. You know, his dogs, Maria. It was just like a very normal family. It's not what I had expected, right? And then he and I sat in one corner and we chatted for some time. And I said, "Listen, I don't know what the agenda of this thing is. I thought it's a party, but if you'd like." I'd like to meet you a couple of times and have a chat with you. And he was like very different from the, you know, happy-go-lucky person that you get to see. He was like, "Sure, man, whenever." So the next day we met over a coffee. I walked him through the script. He said, "I want to do this, man." And I said, "If you want to do this, that's great." Because by the time I was ta- talking to him, I I have this thing. I say, I, you know, I I'll start talking. Either the offer will come out or it won't. That's my. That's been my standard. I've hired people like that. I've got legends come to me, and I've never given them a job. And I've had complete strangers walk up, and they've got jobs within fifteen minutes. 
So you guys really uh, so that, got, got on together, yeah. Meaning, um, I could see him in that. And uh, then I did some horrible things to him because I sat and chatted about life. And I used all of that in the film. You know, to say, oh, you remember what you told me about that time about your sister? Like that, I want. <laughs> because so I actually exploited a lot. Yeah, how much of the film is autobiographical? I mean, I know that you were a uh, copywriter once. So. It's like a degrees of separation thing. I mean, the character of uh, Varsi's character, Puneet Sayal, that guy is based on basically, uh, no, I, I am from advertising, so I knew the advertising world. But um, when I was in Channel V, there was a guy I used to work with. Amazing artist, amazing guy. Right. Um, but knew every guy in the underworld. And it was like, wow. I mean, you know, and so I, I've been with him. He used to say like, you know, Shashank, if you want to go out, I'm going to meet uh, some guys. Lucky Ali is coming there. You also come. So I was a uh, sucker for music. So I went up with him and there I saw you know, hung out with Lucky a bit. And then I saw these two guys there, young guys, by today's standards, very coolly dressed. But that time, you know, not many people wore their shirts tucked out. And then I realized they had guns, right? So stuff like that was happening around me. And, and I used to listen to Samrat's crazy stories. So I told him that I'm going to use this. And he said, sure, go ahead and do what you want. Yeah. And this is what, the mid-90s, late-90s? Through the 90s. Through the 90s, okay. Got it. Yeah, mid nineties, more like mid nineties, because that's when the formative stuff was happening for me. I just come from Delhi, one lovely little provincial boy, who was thrust into this organized crime on one side. Basically, the line that uh, Vishnu Prashant Narayan's character says, "Ki ham thoda raste ke andhere mein chalte hai, toh beech mein chalte you know. Right. And uh, what about the casting of Prashant Narayan and uh, also Sandhya Pradhu? Again, uh, the original, I was obsessed with Irfan Khan. And Irfan was obsessed with that role. But he didn't want to die. And he was saying, kyu maar rahe, yaar? Kyu maar rahe? Kyu maar rahe? For six months, we flirted. And in my head, I kept telling Sam, Sam, I think Irfan will do it. But last minute, I think something happened. He got some other project or something and he bailed out. Prashant, in the meantime, I had seen in a film for Hansel's film, you know, uh, outstanding film. Yes, uh, yes. Chal. Chal. Yes. So, um, I was very blown with him and then I met him and he was larger than life in life, man. And he's still like that. He's amazing. <laughs> but what a fine actor. What a fine actor. So, then, Varsi and him and at Varsi, one of Varsi's parties, Sandhya Vridul walked up to me and he, she told me, you got this character, apparently a cop, I'm doing the fucking character. And, I was like, and she had this hair till her waist. And I told her, you're going to have to have a crop top, man. You're going to have to cut your hair. And she said, fuck off. I'm not cutting my hair. I'll do a wig. I said, nah, I want hair. And she cut it and just showed up. I said, now I have no choice but to give you the job. And she said, yeah. Right. <laughs> Anand Jog was with a caster with Shruti. Shruti and Shruti said, what about, I was like a little love with him. Like, Fuck, he's dangerous. He's lethal looking, man. <laughs> right. Then came Gangu Bhai. Gangu was Pratima, I had seen in a film, um, E. Nivas film, Chukul. Right. I was about Bihar. And she had only one line in that film. And I was like, I want that chick, man. Somehow, let's get that woman. 
and the first film you are less you don't know the rules you don't know the laws so a lot of experimenting was there and a lot of it worked out a friend of mine showed up he actually was a gurkha who was in chn and he had his fingers you know he had his fingers cut off by frostbite so he became a gunman called ongli whose fingers he used to cut and the whole japanese yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 we'll talk about that <laughs> then but ac roy showed up and i told him hey you want to work on a film he said yeah why the fuck not man so that's how he came into the film and then we built, built in the yakuza story yeah all the supporting cast is great too like uh, pankaj saraswat and all those guys uh, yeah 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 so pankaj saraswat uh, was a producer director with me in chalvi and when he heard that i was doing a film he showed up and he said i'm an actor actually i feel like you're a liar like but he said no i'm an actor and you see i'll audition for you and all so i said come now we'll work yeah and so he came on board before uh, moving on i just want to say that uh, you know anand jog is a, a maharashtrian actor and you know i am i am marathi yes. and so i know him very well i uh, and that stick that he did for the very first time in waisabhi kind of uh, you know he kind of kept on repeating that he even does that in sarkar but it's the tuya ilai that thing that he, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he kept you on know, doing I, that in two three films afterwards i i don't know about that but i remember anand's opening thing was i was sold on him the first time we met and so then i called him back another time then i called him back another time i wanted to just chat with him about the role so i kept talking to him about the role the fourth time i called him he told me that um uh, when you want to decide so i was a little taken aback so i said uh, what do you mean so he said you called me a five fucking times when you going to decide so i said uh, what do you mean i mean i still it's, it's not entering my brain what he's saying and he thought he was not cast he thought i was just toying around with him and i and it took him a couple of meetings to realize that he's cast <laughs> i i could have an answer why the fuck would i keep calling you otherwise and discussing the role with you he said as a bahut log hote hain bulate rehte hain bulate rehte kaam nahi dete so i said nahi aap ho yeah 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 what would i waste your time man <laughs> great great let let's start talking about some of the scenes i think you know that that's how you know we will just um, uh, keep this casual yeah, but yeah. Uh, the scene that uh, uh, you know we got to talk about is the pratima kazmi intro you know like you said where uh, she's sharing a custom among the yakuza of <laughs> paying for your mistake with your finger like literally with a chopped off finger <laughs> and that scene also kind of riffs on classic gabbar scene uh, gabbar singh uh, scene from yeah, shole yeah 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 <laughs> No, I mean, uh, you know, when I was telling about Pratima, I said, "Listen, I want to do it my way, and you don't interf- interfere." Okay, then once I'm done, then you can do. Now, that's all fine, you know, except we're shooting on film, and it was a very long monologue, right? And I had this very elaborate shot, right? So I told up Pratima Ji, "I'll, you know, cut it off. It's not working because I'm shooting on film," and she stared at me. and i just shut up and i said okay fine first take you do the way you want to do it and fuck man i think we just ran out of the last bit on the first take otherwise that was the perfect take she was outstanding she i had chills you know so and i told her at the end of it like i you know uh, fuck meaning i i i forgot to say cut they and dop is telling me 
we've run out of film and men and he called cut right <laughs> and she stopped and i was like i am blown the her scene there and varsi's english talk english oh boy yeah 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 definitely yeah which was a take on that uh, what was that where where some some sunblock <laughs> that uh, famous guy what's his name fearan lodhi las vegas it's a trip on yeah, that yeah. it's a riff on that and uh, varsi said what the fuck am i reading i said just fucking throw it because she doesn't understand anything you are just fucking flying okay and when he does it you know and he said that fuck don't ever make me dub this again and we were shooting uh, nonsink right so i was like Life. uh i'm not no we were not shooting sink sound we were shooting no sink okay but i okay. was going to dub the whole thing oh That's okay got the it only way okay. to do it fast but we salvaged a lot of that one yeah even that yeah. Scene, i mean that that uh that um puneet's uh, speech i mean yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah. it's uh, one of the greatest uh, advised uh, ever for so copywriters yeah. he, he did it so beautifully man. he just <laughs> and now based on the stories that uh, you said your friend told you uh, it seems like good advice for actual copywriters <laughs> that if you see a man shot and bleeding to death yeah. you not help <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. And uh Shashank uh, uh sorry go ahead. Yeah. No no you you tell me. The scene I want to talk next about is uh, you know one of the funniest moments from the film and arguably uh, it's the greatest throwaway joke in Hindi films of 2000s. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> I'll just rattle out the lines here and you know I hope I get them right. But it goes um acha sun wo jo black and white tasveer lagi hai na वो तेरा बॉस है क्या नहीं ग्रेगरी पे ग्रेगरी बैनर का है क्या नहीं थोड़ा आगे ईस्ट में नाले के पास ओके सो आई गिवन दम दीन एंड कस्टमरी रन थ्रू फॉर द कैमरा एंड वी डू दीन एंड दीज गॉप एंड finally andre says okay let's roll yeah so we rolled and again they are waiting for me to say cut i'm not cut and they are just at it bandra ka us par acha sun ye wo ye wo and i'm like loving it that's when you know they've got into character so the there scene was, was nice. that there is a picture of gregory peck in the office and he just asked yeah it's that a usual advertising setup and <laughs> there's a defensive dryness to varsi i love the way he pulled that scene off because he's defensive about this gangster coming to his office yet he's his friend and he pulls that off very beautifully you know and and prashant's character vishnu is vishnu is unafraid and fucking yeah 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 oh right okay but i you know um that was just i had seen that and i just said that if you want to bring that bring this art thing in and prashant said i'll do it and he brought in the gregory peck but ye kon hai acha christian hai like that ha the other one that i love is uh, and that's a great scene actually they're all in the van going off to see that sajna song you know uh, and uh, prashant's telling the story about ki sadar ne bola fir ek mahine mein do talwar nahi ho sakte <laughs> prashant kun 
stop cracking up on that line man and what's it but the beauty is that scene ends in a gun 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 fight and while we were prepping for it varsi was helping out because varsi done it all but when we call the shot the only guy who doesn't duck is him because he is a copywriter he doesn't duck he doesn't know what's happening he's just looking around until prashant pulls him down like that i thought again that was like a like really beautiful moment yeah i can imagine that on a film like this there must be a lot of improvisation especially you know if you guys are having fun i mean it's bound to happen i mean i think at that point it, it wasn't fun man it was just like a miserable <laughs> series of things to do <laughs> right, really like okay. man manage dates and try to shoot it all in some 35 days it was like plus i'd overwritten the film when by the time we finished it my editor told me you got a fucking you got two two our films and i was like shut up he said no you got something wrong in your script screenplay software man and i went back and checked there was a timing thing i'd forgotten that so it was like overwritten like mad okay and uh, was the whole idea about uh, the part 1 2 and 3 always there oh that was because of that one some stupid star was part 6 oh right right off. right yeah 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 so yeah. i decided isko part 2 bana do and <laughs> i still regret it because suddenly one week before release no not in one week um, some 15 days before release sam comes up and tells me fuck no one's going to watch it because no one's seen part 1 man so i was like oh fuck now what do we do so i said just change that part 2 and take the part 2 out and he said we can't it's too late you it's all printed and all so then went back and edited the parts of it to make it part 1 part 2 part 3 oh wow okay Okay, because they were worried that no one would show up because <laughs> this is part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it works out uh, just nicely in the end. I mean, yeah. especially uh, uh, the way uh, that you erase it and then you it just says part two. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shank, uh, Puneet, uh, let's talk about the character of Puneet for a minute. Uh, yeah, you know Puneet's mind and his actions. Uh, he's always. <laughs> uh you know doing the opposite of what his uh, mind keeps on telling him and that uh, again that's like most of us right i mean something that goes exactly, on to our exactly. mind and so we that, end up a, doing that's a bit yeah that's a bit autobiographical in that sense that you know also i grew up in a slightly rough neighborhood in delhi so one always had people around but some you even admired but more out of a moral compass kind of thing that they they, they were very strong in their principles however fucked up those principles might be but they were strong in their principles so and they stuck by those rules so you know um, the whole thing was about a guy who wants to get rich quick and ha- has a lot of schemes in his head but it doesn't life doesn't work out like that and he's a flawed character because he's disowned his own brother right the whole idea was that you know that my brothers in crime and i'm and brothers grown him up but brothers in crime so i'm not part of it and has a perfectly good life where his ambition is 1 crore 1 crore 1 crore and the shit that he but that i believe that that any time you do well you have to go through a little bit of a you know a mess before you can come out of it and then mess is a lot of it is about you cleaning up yourself internally also that these are my rules and your rules break and you make new rules and then you go on. so i felt that was the journey of his character Everyone wants to get rich quick, man. 
with the price to pay and uh, another interesting thing about the film is the way that puneet's character and agni's character i mean you know she's like the strong uh, woman and she she's essentially a tough cop there is also a scene where uh, you know we find out that all the male cops in her department sort of like uh, you know hate that you know she's she's uh, she's getting all the attention and uh, uh-huh. sandhya mridul is so uh, good in that role and i just love agni's character because you know it's pretty um, it's a it's not just a strong character but uh, she kind of lends that kind of uh, i don't know if spine is the right word but kind of um, the strong spine, spine to uh, puneet's um, you know spine thing. is a and and clarity you know um, i maybe because i've grown grown up around a couple of very strong women and they always never seem to have any uh, internal doubt puneet is full of internal doubt she is clear she is very right. clear like exactly and that is a skill or a gift you know that where people just bring it down to care will, will i do this or will i not right while he is going through oh, if i do this this way then that's can happen you know so he's layered in his thinking while she, she's utterly clear and the spine word comes out because i always i told her that you know when you walk now you can't walk like a hot chick okay in one scene i'll let you walk like a hot chick the rest of it you walk like you got a rod up your ass which is connect your spine is like that Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, but she was so good in the film. Uh, I think, uh, and again, another actor that I wish we got to see uh, more often. I know, I know, I know, I know. So she's still a friend. Varsi and I bump into each other because we're na- in the same neighborhood. But, right. Uh, Sandhya, I met a little, meet a little more. Yeah. Right. And the music of the film, Shashanka. I mean, uh, it's. Uh, I love all the songs oh, from the film, yeah. including the Punjabi rap. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Sajna is like my favorite from 2000s and even Tum Bin Tum Bin is so nice and uh, of so course Allah ke bande that was a mad story that was a mad story actually because uh, please, I wanted please, my sure. boss from from advertising my boss he is a great musician and but Punjabi rap is his actually he had originally just he was a percussionist and uh, he used to just doodle around while after briefing me he used to just sit and either play a guitar or play a bass guitar or very good with instruments so when this happened i called adian and said adian you come and do this film or what and he had never published anything in his life he said come i'll come and um, he wrote a song which is a opening song that rabi's rabi sings called londia now when he wrote the song and he gave it to me i said this is i can feel something here i'm not being able to put my finger on it and he said just take the word londi out and put india and it becomes a political protest song and fuck it was just beautiful and i said we have to do this song somehow man so we did that then he did uh, the last song and he did punjabi rap right one afternoon i was sitting with my daughter and rajat kapoor's daughter at a cafe and sitting there i was generally i, I was i was babysitting right behind me vishal was sitting and suddenly he turned around and came to me and he went what the fuck and vishal at that time was younger so i'm trying to shush him about don't say what the fuck what the fuck in front of kids right and he goes what the fuck man why can't i do songs for you i said you do a song for me i need a song and he said okay you come and meet me tomorrow and next day i went to his office then we sat and chatted and for the next two months i was obsessed that time with a guy called rabbi 
because Rabi was, I used to on and off come and stay with me and he had not published yet. He, and I loved all his stuff. I loved Challa, I loved all the stuff. So I then I said that I think Rabi should sing it because I want a full Sufi vibe. Vishal kept saying that, okay, but at least let's get the lyrics and the thing right. Nothing, you don't, don't like my compositions, you don't like my lyrics. And I said, dude, this, when it's not working, I'll tell you what's not working. To film me, to this, to that. And then one morning at some six o'clock, he called me and I was up for some strange reason, not like me to be up either at that time. And he said, uh, when can you come over? I said, I'll come now if you want. So I went over and he just did one and played it on the keyboards and I was like, fuck, this is it. This is it. Then he said, read the lyrics. I read the lyrics and I was like, dude, whoever's written this is genius, man. It was just one of the most outstanding. I said, this is what I wanted to see. The ups and downs of life. And he said, ah, okay. I said, who wrote it? So said, I wrote it. When did you? He said, I wrote it this morning, man. It took me 40 minutes to write this. But it's been cooking in my head because you've been saying no to everything. And that was it, man. And then he kept saying, this Kailash boy has to, you know, um, sing it. And I was like, no, Rabi has to sing it. And so we got Rabi there and uh, I could make out from Vishal's expression, he was just being polite. Rabi, that's all. He said, he's not going to be able to do it. Let me, he said, anyway, you listen. So Kailash came. I saw this um, very small man in Bermuda shorts. He said, hello, sir. I said, haan, bolo. So I said, yeah, um, then he started singing and one giant emerged, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who sings like this, man? And then I told him, Acha, listen, the thing is, I need you to come on set and also I'm going to shoot this song. So I'd like you to be in the song. And he thought I was lying. Like Aranji also, he also thought I was lying. So he showed up there and I had costumes and all ready for him. And he said, Haan, koi, koi, aake. He said, after when we started shooting, he realized he had to be. He said, I guitar not know how to play guitar. He said, I don't Hindi film. So, sit and play guitar and play a chord. And Vishal is rolling over with laughter on the side. But yeah, that's how it started. And did you expect the song to be uh, so huge? No, no, no. I expect all the... I, I just did songs that I felt fitted into the film. That's all. Yeah, great soundtrack. No, Shivan. And I, I, I tried to get all the singers to be part of the film. You know, uh, Shivani, Kailash, Rabbi. So I was just trying to do that as a, you know, thing. And I like the fact that, you know, I'm going to shoot a singer. Right. And Kailash dies. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we will talk about the, the, the sequence, the <laughs> visuals for that uh, song as well. Okay. But uh, just before that, uh, Sashank, I just want to say that this is one album that, you know, has aged really well. I mean, it still sounds quite as fresh. Thank you. And you know, it doesn't Thank sound you. like uh, it was done 20 years ago. So, all of the songs. Uh, so, you know, I really there love There's some great guys who worked on it, man. There's some great guys who worked on it. Right, right. And the visuals, uh, uh, Sashank, uh, for this song, Allah Ke Bande, is also such a Mumbai moment, you know, if you will. It's shot at Land's yeah, 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 yeah. one of the most uh, instantly that's recognizable right, Mumbai right, locations. That's right, that's right. That's There's right. a street musician. There is a foreign tourist nearby who's filming the musician. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was an AD, by the way? Oh, really? Okay. I hey, and, uh, by, by oh, the way, I got a... Before I forget, who who's John the third uh, from the Barista trial? John Owen is a filmmaker. He did a film called Peter Gya Kamse with Disney. 
Oh, okay. That didn't release, but uh, also an ex-creative director from Channel V. Okay, thanks. Okay, so, always wondered if that, uh, was, that guy was one, also an actor. Yeah. The, I like the fact that you know the in, Hindi is being explained to him while he understands the Hindi. <laughs> the, what do you call? It? <laughs> Twist on that, basically. <laughs> right, right, and right. Ramir, he has to translate everything that Ramesh is Right, right. Yeah, that the whole idea of that trial is very interesting. I mean, they they are not really narrators, but they are the no, society that's so, looking at what. If happening. I want to do it today, I'd cut that out. If I really, want to do it today, I'd cut it out. Because uh, I wanted to bring that film to two hours five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it does add a nice touch, as in the sense that it uh, this is the lens that we are all looking through, uh, you know, the newspaper. Yeah, the, no, that was the whole idea. Also, somewhere, you know, I, I feel what filmmakers do, no, is the logic that goes from a scene to a scene is what makes a filmmaker's signature, if you ask me. You know, it's how the edit is done. And for me, it was some kind of an explanatory, explanatory logic that I was using. Of things that shit, the kind of shit that happens in life, and to use these three doing it, and they were, all of them are great friends of mine, so it was good fun to just say, "Come, come, one day let's do." And going back to the song, uh, can you tell us more about uh, the way you sh- decided to shoot this at Lands End and with the whole idea of a street musician and all that? I, I see. Uh, I think I think at a core somewhere. Uh, Subconsciously, I wanted to shoot it kind of in a very pleasant place, but at the same time, it had I think shades of Satya in it because it's Mumbai ka King Con corner, right? So, um, and the whole thing about like you know um, a guy sitting and singing, Puneet deciding that he's going to tell this guy everything, and just before he can, the gunfight breaks out. So, I felt that was just the perfect place to do it in, and that entire thing is shot in less than a day because that and the song was shot in the day. And uh, I remember my DOP telling me, "Sajang, no one shoots a fucking song in a day." I said, "You just shoot me this shit, man." <laughs> and the rest of the locations too. Um, where was um, Agni's home? Um, where was that shot at? Those sequences. And the one by the window, especially. It's a it's a bar in Juhu now, and it had been shut down. And I remember, uh, for some reason, we were passing by, and I said, "What about something like this?" And he said, "That's a shutdown place, man. They're not going to give it." I said, "Somehow get us, get it for us, man. If it's shut down, then what the fuck? Let's just do it up and shoot there." And the only guy who approved was the line producer because he said, "Huh, niche base ban jayega." Production base, <laughs> that's all. He was saying, "Kahan kahan le ja rahe ho?" Production base ka hi jagah nahi hai. I see. So that was Jew. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, now Ganpat's uh, joint. Say that again. Ganpat's uh, joint, Ganpat Enterprise. Oh, that is uh, in Varsova. There's a fisheries office. It's one tiny little shed. So that became his place. Any idea if these Dangu's, things are still around? The, the structure is there. I get to see probably once a week. But uh, okay. it's become a little posher now. Right, right, right. At that time, it was just one little little shack with a lot of land around it. 
Right, right, right. It feels like Vurasawa, yes, for sure. And yeah. uh, Gangu's uh, joint? That was in Kandivili. There was a uh, set we went to. And, okay. Uh, I wanted a slightly Haveli old world feel. Right. You know, so that we found there. I, see. I was obsessed with this place I used to shoot in called SL. SL Studios uh, in Chembur. But uh, the DOP said that, listen, let's go. I've, we've shot too much. He shot so much in SL with me that he said, I don't want to shoot in SL. <laughs> okay. And we found that in a really lovely way. It really worked out well. Yes, yes. It, I, I mean, I couldn't tell that it was a set. I thought this was uh, like a real... No, it was a location that we dropped up. Yeah, there were no right. sets at all. Everything was location and done. Oh, okay, got it. Actually, the first time I worked on sets is in Freddy. I haven't. I prefer locations. Yes, yes, yes. I like that film too. Yeah, very nice. Is it true, Sashang, that the film was first titled uh, Manohar Kahania? This is just something I read on the internet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, no. So oh, this is true. Okay, that's what I wanted to call it. I wanted okay. to call it Manohar Kahania. Yeah. Those, I love the movie titles, man. Right, right. Okay, so that and is true. Sam, Sam said, absolutely fucking not. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and this is also the first time that uh, Rabbi Shergil appeared on screen, right? Like you said, I mean, he was... Yeah, His stuff hadn't come out till then. Right, right. So yeah, so many firsts in this said, movie. I said, come yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and the tile card at the beginning of the film reads, uh, this film is a mindless work of fiction. And then it's signed SVCG. What's, what's the VC? I don't, oh, hang on. The, 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 that, that also has a story behind it. The I figured, yes. yes. Hang on, I've forgotten this one now. <laughs> now, I don't know who SG is. I think Sam Gupta with a VC in, in it or... Like a venture capitalist. Oh, right. okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. And then, um, how how did the movie uh, fare uh, theatrically, Sashank? Uh, was this, uh, did it break even? Um, yeah, it definitely broke even. Okay. It broke even. But it was a very small way. The, the greatest compliment I got was from Manmohan Shetty, the AdLab, then, then AdLab's owner. Uh, we had gone to him for financing, saying that, will you give us credit for the film? And he said, you guys are spoiled, rotten television type people, and I'm not giving you credit. Threw us out. Sam's mother knew him very well. And he said, I've only given you the interview. I've allowed you this time to meet me just because of that. And I had gone with a whole spreadsheet that this is how we're planning the big thing. And he was like, you're a bloody director or you're a line producer? So I said, whatever it is, sir, and he said, no. Some six months later, when we the first day on we were shooting on the floor, and Sam comes to me and says, Yeah, that Mr. Shetty has been keeping tabs on us. I said, Why? He, said, he just called me to say that uh, you have the credit. He said, I didn't think you'd come this far. And then when he saw the film at the end, he really one of the nicest things, he, he was very um how he was a very straight speaking man, almost on the verge of sounding rough. He patted me on the back and said, you're a good story. You're a good storyteller. You know, uh, except there are production value. So I said, no, my production value is actually correct. So he said, no, no, you're a 
सीख ग्लॉसी पिक्चर बनाना सीख देन सिक्स मंथ सिक्स इयर्स लेटर वेन ई सॉ क्विगन ही सेट द सेम थिंग ही सेट या फिर एक और अच्छा पिक्चर बना दिया तूने लेकिन फिर प्रोडक्शन वैल्यू तेरा वैसा ही है आई सेट सर जो कलेक्ट है वही करूंगा ना तो देन ही टोल मी तीन पिक्चर किसी और प्रोड्यूसर के लिए कर जिसमें तू मत प्लीज डिसाइड कर कि कितना कितना हाउ मच डर्ट टू शो सो आई कॉल इट माई सेल आउट ट्रिलोजी विच स्टार्ट विद खूबसूरत देन वीडिंग Are you sure you want me to keep this bit? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Uh, ironically, those are the films that people call me for. I was trapped in this, this. Uh, what is the word? What is that lovely word? Whirlpool of romantic comedies until <laughs> Freddie bailed me out. And I kept telling everyone, guys, I know other stuff also. Yes, yes. No, I mean, I, I, I've seen all of your films. Um, I haven't seen the, uh, the show you made. I think it's called Hey Prabhu. I, I, I don't believe hey I've Prabhu, seen. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think I've seen that. But you can tell that you're more at home with Vaisabhi and Freddie, <laughs> Quick Gun, Murugan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing that's a, your I'm real doing house. You can tell. Yeah. Today I've just come from the producer. We've decided to do a film which is a Tamil remake. I don't have a problem with remakes. because i keep telling them i'll do it my way anyway yeah. it's going to be my film in the end so unless you tell me make it frame by frame i'll make it like that even then it will be my film so anyway so there's a film called aranya kandam oh i love it yeah yeah jackie shroff and yeah so i'm trying to do a remake of that in hindi now that would be lovely sasha and yeah. i wanted to do super deluxe right but apparently you won't give super deluxe until you do aranya kandam so i was like okay fine i'll do that Yes, yes, yes. Same director. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to ask you was um, so Munna Bhai, I think, believe came shortly after uh, Vaisabi, right? That was Sam's greatest regret. Yes, yes. I was going to ask you. I, did that affect uh, Vaisabi's business? Because suddenly, like uh, Arshad Varshi no, was so huge. No, we released one month before. We released one month before. Right, right, And right. And Varshi kept saying, Varshi kept saying, "Rukja, rukja, rukja." एक और महीना रुक जा बिकॉज माई अदर फिल्म कमिंग आउट एंड टू डू वेल आई कैन फील इट सैम वॉज बायोलाइटाई came out a little later or uh, maybe vaisabhi uh, came out some other time i mean this this movie could have had after next. munna bhai yeah yeah if it had come after munna bhai it would have really worked right because varshi was coming out of a long hiatus and that's why he was saying let that one come out as a bigger film so that will help us yep yeah yeah and then now going back to something you mentioned at the start um uh sashank that um, i read in an interview that you initially didn't like this film for many years and then one yes. day years later you happened to catch it on a flight and you said to yourself yes. so yes. it looks like a decent okay, film i came back I, i came back and told my wife i fuck that's not a bad film at all man <laughs> and she just stared at me and said i don't like by the time i'm done with the film i can only see the problems I mean, it's a series. All with each film has been a series of oh fuck, we could have done that. Oh fuck, we could have done that. So, Big um, Gun again. It took me another fourteen years to like it, and then 
this year suddenly i got a call from the london indian film festival which is going on now and then they would like to screen quick gun i was like yeah fuck do it but can i have a copy of it please because i don't have a copy of the film so i was more interested in the copy i don't know whether they screened it or not but i was just saying hey, if, if you have a copy just send me a copy na so yeah but that's always been my problem i have a huge problem with my films probably the closest that i've liked the film after making it is freddy and uh, my friends keep saying that you're growing up that's all so you know your level is time period of disappointment is going down yeah you know in uh, we keep on saying this uh, cliched phrase that you know it was ahead of its time sometimes because i mean you know, it, 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 it it's true it's too ahead of its time it doesn't help yes <laughs> that's true like something like uh, murugan i mean would uh, work like wonder today i think especially in the long form like you could yeah. uh, literally like spin on spin it off in a series yeah 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 and we had a sequel for it called the good the bad the idli right and uh, the thing with the, that is that the producer and i fell out and the producer then shut down his company a mad fuck who it took a madman to do that film anyway but the writing of it was absolutely rajesh devraj the writer he written a brilliant script yeah that was a nice film i remember uh, watching that uh, i still have the dvd of that uh, you know I, i was looking for my dvd of vaisabhi i had it and i i think one of my friends borrowed it and hasn't returned it for yeah. more than two decades now so, I, <laughs> so it's been gone but uh, yeah i still have so i used to have to keep I used to have to keep a bunch of these films because someone would come from abroad and say, "I want that," and I'd give it to them. And now I have none. I don't have anything. It's all right. <laughs> Any other interesting stories, Sashank, that you could share about the film? Um, I have some other uh, questions, but just want to make sure that uh, we have covered everything. No, I mean, you know, the, uh, that that was just a series of uh, everything was crazy, including one day I remember we shot like mad, and we had that location only for that day. and uh, i had this very dignified first ad and upendra ji who passed away then from dengue and he suddenly said sir ye to nahi hoga aaj to aise koi baat nahi to fir aap location jis location nahi hai aap kaato aise kaatunga nahi karna to sab kuch hai and it was a whole office sequences including uh, that kidhar gaye ye bandra Gregory Peck wala Oh man so, I'm so glad you shot, kept that yeah We shot 24 hours and my DOP went down with malaria So you know then next thing is suddenly for 15 days you can't shoot and I'm I'm calling Andre and saying Andre maybe I should have fucking and Andre is saying like shit he's saying maybe I should have you know I'll come and shoot and all I said no 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 I'll get someone to shoot for me I said no 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 you will shoot it only So it was like you know, in hindsight, when look back, and I remember even uh, Sam said, telling me on the last day of shoot, "Phew, it's done." He's every day has been a, I don't know how this day is going to happen. Sashank, you have done now what uh, half a dozen films uh, since Vaisabhi. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there any one thing that Vaisabhi taught you that you that <coughs> still remains with you today? In fact, I tried to I tried to kind of you know hide Vesabi, 
and listen to other people as mr shetty had advised and But why uh, why is that i didn't understand he just felt that i needed to understand the most cinematic skips i think he meant basically gloss it up a little more so working with riya was a learning from there but now i come to think of it i really like what i did and i would like to write i'm working on an adventure film that i'm writing so let's see i want to do a raiders of lost ark basically that's going to be a big budget film right it's going to be huge yeah. no i see that's one of the things that channel we taught me i can do things in small but i think that deserves the story deserves a certain skip so let's see now yeah right right so, so for me um, the biggest thing was at the end of it looking at the industry and them saying that nice film man didn't expect that and i think the greatest uh, thing was i remember one screening where uh, three filmmakers had come and one of them was farhan akhtar he just done uh, don he was shooting don or he so he was a big dude and he sat and tore into me at that time i hated him but later i realized that that was a compliment that he was just there saying that you haven't taken it out yet fix this fix this fix this you put it too much into this film but i'm in hindsight i was very grateful for those sessions then there's another right. friend of mine pankaj advani used to make some outsta- outstanding oh, yes, storyteller yes unfortunately he came no and longer he said, with us yeah yes he came and said gosh babu tere ko picture banana aata hai we like okay theek hai because i used to do a lot of uh, i used to ask him to do a lot of shots for me in channel b so he always told me you are one you are a good advertising person you can't make a film but when he saw this one he said fuck you not so that was high praise for me because he was another guy who was super critical about work i mean that's what it should be it should be like that i mean you know farhan him the idea is not to say nice thing the idea is to be able to point out flaws so that you learn from that i learned from that so good experience honestly for me i'm very grateful i'm not very happy to speak on youtube in bits and parts <laughs> right. because even the way andre shot it it hasn't aged uh, you know when i was looking at it it's actually very very doable right now yeah i, I hope you guys uh, uh, get a good uh, print of this on the streamers because yeah. uh, like i said yeah. uh, and that's one of the things i like to do with this podcast is uh, all these small films from 2000s or 90s that you know should uh, discover a new audience and there is an audience for this uh, there is a huge audience for this they the kids just don't know about these films so you know nobody talks about them there you know you don't have Correct. round tables on them and stuff like that but uh, this is just my small effort to do something like that wonderful 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 so uh, we're going to play a round of a rapid fire game i call shoot okay where okay. you're going to shoot back answers to the questions i ask without too much thinking i'll try i'll try okay and all of these uh, the, this is not going to be gossip or anything like that it's just all film related or just fun questions okay okay, okay. so i must warn you in advance that i'm not a very film savvy person okay that's fine that's fine that's fine i don't watch too many films there okay so. okay you ready go for it yep go for okay. it okay 
a favorite movie of last 10 years pushpa favorite stand up comic of last 10 years i'd have to say i torn between kunal kamra and abhishek upmanyu the greatest comic of all time oh it would have to be that man black man i can't remember his name now it's slipping but okay it's definitely amazing favorite uh, coin brothers film oh all of them actually but i love blood simple i love raising arizona i love hatsaku proxy okay um, no country for old men yeah uh, favorite kitano film oh violent cop oh Although yeah anabi should be there but i my first film i saw was violent cop and i was blown favorite uh, rgv film Satya, I guess. Shiva also. Yeah, Shiva is a nice film. Yes. Yes. Favorite music video from nineties. Music video. Uh, Indian or anywhere? A- any, any, any language. Oh, uh, oh God, oh God. Nice questions. Um, I would say any Michelle Gondry video, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Daft yeah. Punk, Daft Punk, yes, Tarsem. with his uh, losing my religion yes right. yes and that kylie minogue video but i think the daft punk video was just outstanding in its choreography absolutely absolutely and the thought of around the world to be doing it like that was like brilliant right um a present day filmmaker whose films uh, you look forward to so many of them <laughs> any so many anyone i uh, you know um, I'm still looking forward to uh, Popola's Spielberg. Yes, please, because okay. it's easy to bring them in. <laughs> okay. A genre which you would like to explore with uh, long-form storytelling, like uh, on OTT through um, episodic uh, storytelling. I think you know um, the beauty about uh, OTT and its uh, form. I would say. you know anything that has a saga feel to it is just it lends i would want to do a, i would want to do a web series on kakold uh, kiran nagarkar's book on oh, yes uh, wow okay yeah 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 a deceased actor you wish you had a chance to work with irfan man and you came close right yeah. very didn't know how big he was then or how big he was going to be but just the vibe was just so outstanding an actor you want Irfan. to work with all the big boys yeah because then you get the money to play but who who's but an actor that you would really love I to i would work. say ranveer ranveer kapoor and ranveer singh are both just outstanding actors who can really who really add value in the way they approach a character Yeah, the way yeah. what happens is uh, big level actors tend to kind of stay within the persona, you know. Uh, but these guys really add value to what they, you know. It's just wonderful. Yeah, especially Ranbir. I think Ranbir has so much uh, untapped uh, yes, potential. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, and one film of yours which you truly think deserved more. Uh, truly think deserved more. 
Uh, I'm none of them. <laughs> I think Vesa Biota. Honestly, Vesa Biota, yes. I, I do feel both Vesa Biota and Quidgan are still very relevant. When I see the kind of stuff out there, and I get a lot of people telling me the same thing too, that, you know, should have been out now. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I have, Sashank. Uh, thank you so much. Lovely. Again. What a great uh, memory uh, trip. Thank you. You had a good time as well. Uh, I oh, yes. had a great what time. a great memory trip. Yes. Thank, so you. thank you so much. If you like the episode, do consider supporting the show. Your support will help me continue creating content like this. You can find the link for supporting the show in the show notes and on the pod website. Also, do share this episode on Twitter, Insta, or Facebook. And do subscribe, rate, and review the pod wherever you listen to your pods. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at loveofcinemasf8. Feel free to reach out there or by email with your comments, feedback, and suggestions. You can find my email in the show notes. That's the episode. This is Himanshu signing off. And as always, thank you for listening to the Love of Cinema podcast.